Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you again with sharing the Word of God. Hallelujah. Today we are going to be doing a Bible study and right now God has me in a particular holding pattern and so he wants me just like an airplane flies around the airport and has to wait for designation to land. I will have to keep on teaching and preaching until God releases me from this certain um, area of ministry right now. But there is a warning that is coming out from the Lord. It's not just me, but certain other people are hearing this cry uh, for preaching about the coming of the Lord to um, the masses. So the thing about it is, is I have not always been this type of a preacher. And I remember going to my church, there was a certain minister there who was always talking from the book of Revelations, although I'm not coming there uh, today. But there is a decree and there is a cry that God is sending down to those who can hear his voice and he wants his message declared to the masses. So today we're going to be coming from, um, I recently did a study from um, Matthew 24 and we're going to be back in Matthew 24 today and we're talking about the coming of the Lord. This is going to be part two. It might have should have been part one, but it is the second second part of it that the Lord has given me. Um Whenever there is anything that may be of a danger, if you ever buy a product out of the store, there's always a uh, warning that will come with that product. If it's specific, something that um, will be ingested into the body, there's a warning. If there's there's a warning label on cleaning products for you not to use them any kind of way, there's a warning on how to, to use them and what what to do if they are used incorrectly life pretty much is the same way and when it comes to um preachers preaching the gospel they have to tell and preach what they hear the spirit of the lord saying to them that that is the message that needs to go out on a particular day and it'll be the message that they believe that they have heard from god and we try to give that to the people um in the timing of the Lord. I remember watching a show, used to be um, one of my favorite shows, it was called Lost in Space. And Lost in Space was about a family that had gone up into space, it was called the Robinson family. And they uh, got up there but couldn't get back because something happened to the ship. But they had a robot and this robot was there for their protection and so I remember when Lost in Space was there that this robot he looked kind of funny and stuff especially if you go back and you pull the episodes up and you look at him now and he looked he looked kind of funny looking back then he looked all technical but now when you look at it now in this century he looks all funny looking and and really not that much of a robot but the thing about it is, is this, his job was to give them, to protect them and to give them warning. So there was a son in that show called Will. And so whenever something was going to be coming up, the robot would flail his, his arms and he would say, warning, 
Warning, Will Robinson. Warning, 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 Will Robinson. Danger, danger, danger. Hallelujah. So this is what the Lord is doing right now. God is sending those who hear him. We're crying, warning, 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 danger, danger, danger. That is God's calling down to us and we doing what thus saith the Lord. In the Bible, it, there are some scriptures that talk about uh, before destruction, there, that does, there does come warning. Proverbs 16, 18 says, Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Ezekiel 3, 17, 19 says, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. So whenever God's got his watchman out here, you don't have to be an ordained minister to be a watchman. You can just be concerned about people. And when God has sent you to be a watchman, when you see something in danger approaching, you announce it. And that's what God is doing right now to in the uh, throughout the body of Christ. He's sending out a warning and he's warning them to begin to preach to the masses. What thus saith the Lord. He says in Ezekiel 33 and 6 through 7, it says, But if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So it behooves us all that if God is telling you to witness to somebody, whether you are ordained preacher or not, or whether you are a preacher, a prophet, evangelist, apostle, teacher, whatever you are, however God is telling you to do, God may be pulling you up out of your comfort zone for where you have been in ministry or where you have been as a witness and a disciple to pull you into another arena to win souls for him. My message is not going to be popular. People will reject it, but this is the Bible study that the Lord wants. So let us go to Matthew 24, and we're just going to go through because I did preach this before and I would um, suggest that you go back and listen at the other podcast on the coming of the Lord and see what God said in that one but today we're just going to be talking about a few of the different things I might have highlighted on but we're going to talk about it um, now so let's go to Matthew 24 and let's look at what God was saying in the word God's main thing is that he wanted the people not to be deceived because the coming of the Lord, it was uh, prophesied in the Bible. And so God's thing was, don't be deceived when you hear about um, me coming. People start saying that I'm back and that the end of times is about near. You can know about the season and you can get some signs about the times of the Lord, but God didn't want his people to be fooled because he knew things would how things would change and how things would shift and so let's go to Matthew uh, chapter 24 for this quick Bible study I'm gonna try to make it um, try to make it quick and stuff so we um, you won't get bored with me (laughs) so let's go to Matthew 24 and then let's look at verse number um, verse number 4 
and it says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, because he had been a question, he had been questioned by the disciples, wanting them, wanting Jesus. Uh, they had tried to show Jesus the buildings that were there, um, the buildings of the temple. And Jesus made a statement, and he said unto them, See not, that's in verse 2, See ye not all these things, verily I say unto thee, there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of the coming and of the end of the world. And so the Lord speaks in that fourth verse, and he says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. So God knew that by this time, and especially in this time now that we are in, that deception was going to come because people will deceive you in a minute for a dollar. People will deceive you for their own purposes and for their own gain. But God is writing it right here in the word word of God so that you won't be deceived by the things that people want to do. You're living in 2021 and you can see all these things that are happening in our world. But he gives some warnings in the Bible and he tells about what it'll be like before he returns. And so let's just look at one thing. Let's look at some things and kind of like they are um, in the Bible written in here a certain sort of way. But let's just look at some signs and stuff that he saw that would be here. He says in that fifth verse, he says, Many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So that's one sign. Deception. Uh, I am Christ. But don't believe it when you see it. Just know that God is already telling you this. And let's let's, let's study the Bible to find out uh, further what he says about the things that will transpire. Verse 6, he says, Another sign is that you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. But he says these things have to come to pass, but the end is not yet. Some of the things in the other teaching podcast you will hear a repeat, but it's worth repeating because this is the message that's coming from the Lord. This is a mandate from God that his people be warned, that people who are not saved be warned. This goes for everybody. This goes for the young. It goes from the old because, as I said before, it used to be that we could think about that we would we could just live any kind of way that we wanted to live but now you don't know when you're going to be called home it says in verse i'm in matthew 24 verse number seven nation shall rise against nation kingdom against kingdom you're going to see uh, famines pestilence earthquakes so we see now nation against nation people against people People hating you because of your skin color. People hating you because of your nationality. We see governments going up against governments. Some people are hungry. Some people are wasting food and not even thinking about others who are hungry. There is pestilence. We've got coronavirus. They've had outbreaks of Ebola. We've seen earthquakes in various places. So we are seeing this thing come to pass. But guess what? 
Verse 8, even though these things are happening, we thought it was bad under Corona. United States, in, in my lifetime, I've never seen it as bad. Other people went through things like the bubonic plague and things of that nature. But the Bible declares, even though we've seen COVID-19 come and it has been all over the world. And right now there's devastation of COVID-19 in India and we do need to lift them up. The Bible declares all these are the beginnings of sorrows. So whatever we look at right now, when things, uh, 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 we consider things bad, things, you know how people say, well, it couldn't get no worse. Well, yeah, I stopped by to tell you it can get worse. God has given us a chance right now to repent and to come to him. We want things to go back to normal And so we do want for the times where we can go back to being together and socializing together. And even even just like if we're at church, we want to be able to just praise the Lord and take off the restraints and not have to use those precautions. But God gives you common sense. He gives you common sense. So we want things to go back to normal. Yeah, we all do. But the thing about it is God wants us to be aware. Don't be deceived. God wants us to be ready when he's coming back. And it says in verse 8, And all these are the beginning of sorrows. So you stop and you put now, if you was to put all of this stuff in the United States at one time about wars, and we do have nation against nation because people are fighting up against are fighting up against each other. We have we have seen in the past we've seen where even in the United States it's almost as if our government was fighting our government. Amen. I'm just telling the truth. Don't shoot the messenger because I am telling what I have seen in the United States of America. Famine. People are going hungry. You see all these food banks out here trying to feed these feed the Amer the American people uh, through through this pandemic, pestilence and earthquakes. I mean, these are the beginning of sorrows. So he says another sign that's gonna come up in this ninth verse. It says that you're gonna be delivered up to be afflicted. They're gonna kill you. And you're going to be hated by nations. And it's going to be because you're, going to be, you're a Christian. It's going to be because you are trying to live holy. People want you to live according to the world. But you have made a decision. If you have made a decision to live holy, that is your decision. You live how God wants you to live. If God says he's holy and we are his children, we got his DNA in us, then we supposed to be holy. People will call you a holy roller. Well, go on and roll and be holy, okay? Be that holy roller and and live your life holy. Just because we live holy doesn't mean that living holy doesn't mean that you are so up there in heaven that you ain't no good down here on the earth because you're so much better, think you better than other people. But to live holy just means that you may make a conscious decision that you're going to live by the principles of God's word. That's living holy. When you love him, that's living holy. When you love people, 
and try to help people and try to do good, try to do the purpose of God, that's living holy. Amen. Amen. So that's another sign that they're going to deliver you up to be afflicted, to kill you. You're going to be hated of nations for his name's sake. And, and then he says in verse 10 or 24, many going to be offended because uh, people talking about you. Think about it in our day and time. People talking about you. Uh, uh, they make it seem like you can't have fun. People going to betray you. People are going to be offended. They're not going to want to live holy. They're going to want to turn their backs on God. When, when, when God calls you out, and the Holy Ghost especially now, the Holy Ghost, not I take that back, excuse me, not especially now, because the Holy Ghost has always been on his job. Since the, 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 the outpouring of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost, the Holy Ghost has always done his job to try to help man to live with a consciousness of God to live in an awareness of the word of God. The Holy Ghost reminds you and me day by day. And sometimes we call it something told me, but it's not something told you It's God told you. The Holy Ghost will tell us and he'll speak to us in our spirit. We ought not to do certain things. Uh, you ought not to go here. You shouldn't have said that. You know, you could have did that better. You know, you should apologize to that person. That's the voice of God speaking to you. That's the voice of God. If you are redeemed speaking to you, that also is the voice of God speaking to you. Even if you not saved, because God is watching out for his people. God, the presence of God will speak to you. The presence of God will speak to you and tell you, you know, you ought not to do that. We call it conscience, but that's God's presence. But when you are born again, you got God living on the inside of you. You got God, you walking around with God on the inside of you. And God is is speaking to you from the inside, from his spirit. And God is teaching you. You ought not, you know you ought not to be doing that. And, And there is not a believer out there who is born again that can tell me that the Holy Ghost hadn't spoke to them in a time when they ought not to be doing something. So don't be offended. When you get corrected by God, you just go on and you make the correction and you live your life out doing what God tells you to do. He says in verse 11, many false prophets going to arise and they going to deceive many. That's another sign. Iniquity, verse 12, shall abound so that the love of many shall wax cold. You remember we used to could live with our doors open and and unlock and you'd be saved. You could lose money and people, if they saw you drop it, they'd try to give it back to you. Hey, brother, you dropped you drop your money. Hey, brother, uh, you dropped that. But now if you drop some money, most of us don't carry cash anymore because we've become a card society. If you, if you, if, uh, you drop some money, you know, we, we really don't do that now. But we just want to get to the place where, where we wish we could go back. But those times are gone. Verse number 13 says, But he that shall endure unto the end shall be saved. So we know that God is telling us, yes, the Lord is coming back again. But we got to endure. We got to go through this thing with patience. See, the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Uh, the Holy Ghost will 
That's that's Christ in you, that hope of glory. When we got him on the inside of us, we learn how to walk walk through things. God is showing us that we're not going to be whether we saved or not. We're not going if we're saved, we're not going to live without trying times and tribulations but when we say if we got a peace on the inside of us that comes from God that God will help you and I through these through these days when we see the signs coming of the coming of the Lord we got to know that our redemption draweth nigh amen amen so God doesn't want us to be deceived that's why he's putting this here in this 24th chapter of the book of Matthew He says in verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached all over the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Look at what's happening. You got people during the pandemic. You got more podcasts that came out. You've got more preachers now, whether or not they have been... uh, really or uh, have been ordained in a church or not. God's got witnesses in the earth. God's got people on cell phones. God's got witnesses. We've got Twitter. You got witnesses on Twitter. You got witnesses on Facebook. You got witnesses on YouTube. You got witnesses for God on Instagram. You got witnesses for God going through emails. You got witnesses for God going through newsletters. You got witnesses for God because you got Christian magazine. You got witnesses for God. They're still on television. Witnesses for God. They are on the radio. So what am I saying? I am saying that this gospel is being preached all around the world. People are hearing it. Kingdoms are preaching it everywhere. It's the word of God is being spread across the world like never before. Amen. So we got to be ready. We got to be prepared. It says in verse 15, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place. It says, whosoever readeth, let him understand. So he's telling us to beware. And I'm going to go back on another Bible study and we're going to go deeper into this. I'm going to research and we're going to do some more Bible study on this. And so I said, when the Lord releases me from this vein, I'll get out of it. But right now, these are the teachings that God wants his people to hear. These are the teachings that God wants all people to hear. Because God is trying to get us ready for the coming of the Lord. And people don't want to hear it. People, This is an old fuddy-duddy Bible study. And people want to hear about prosperity gospel. They want to hear about uh, you're going to be blessed. And I will preach that again when God tells me to do it. Because that's what I like to do. I like to preach about encouragement to people. I like to encourage people that they can make it and that they can do better. And that God wants to bless them. But right now God wants the preachers to preach and prophesy the coming of the Lord. That's in the atmosphere that I believe. So he says some things that when you see all these things, things coming, he talks about the, the, it's like I said with Real Robinson, and I'm saying it like the robot, warning, warning, warning people, warning Jody, Samantha, Elizabeth, Peter, Paul, warning, David, warning, 
Bartholomew. Warning, Sarah. Warning, Mary. Warning, warning, warning. Danger, danger, danger. This is the cry that's coming from the throne of God for us to preach this, to preach this gospel, to let people know. And so Jesus said in the Bible that when you see these things coming, there were some some things that he wanted them to know the urgency of it and the quickness of the coming of the Lord. He says in verse 16, Then let them which are in Judea flee into the mountains. Let them, verse 17, which are on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house. If you are in the field, don't return back to get clothes. He says, woe to them who are with child, to those with small children. I'm in verse 19. He says, pray that your flight not be in the winter, neither on the Sabbath. So these are warnings letting you know that this is to a degree. This is with urgency. When you see these signs coming, you need to prepare. You need to be ready. You need to live ready. You need to live holy. You need to live right. You need to live with God on your mind. You need to live with God being first in your life. You need to live out what God's word says. This is warning. This is warning. This is warning. This is saying danger, danger, danger. Live your life holy. Make a choice to live your life righteous. Make a choice to live your life under the blood-stained banner of Jesus Christ. Make a choice. This is the decree that the Lord is sending out right now. Warning, warning, warning. It says in verse 21, Then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor shall ever be. So that's letting you know it's going to be bad. It'll be severe. And he, But he makes uh, uh, another statement. In verse 22, and he says, And except those days be shortened, there should be no flesh, there should be no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So God saying, Get prepared, be aware. I always Reflect back, and it's people don't like to hear about Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson made a, a song saying, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. So if we all go to the mirror right now and look at the man, who do we see? We see a reflection of ourselves. The question is, is the reflection that we see of ourselves, if we could see into the heart, is it a reflection of God? Warning, like the robot in Lost in Space, we don't want to be lost in hell. Amen? We don't want to be lost in hell. Amen? Because there's going to come a weeping and a gnashing of teeth. The Bible declares, he says in verse number 23 of Matthew 24, Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, it says, Believe it not. We started off at the beginning where Jesus was teaching this because he didn't want us to be deceived by anybody. It says, verse 24, For there shall arise false Christ 
People going to be telling you I'm Christ. False prophets. They're going to be prophesying and telling you what thus saith the Lord. And it ain't going to even be true. Amen. Because the Bible is saying it. For there shall arise false Christ, false prophets, and show great signs and wonders. They're going to be moving in power. They're going to be pulling deliverances. It says, so in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. But see, it's not going to be possible because the days are going to be shortened. And also because the Holy Ghost is going to pull, the Holy Ghost is going to show you the deception behind all these lies. Amen. 25. Behold, I have told you before it comes. Wherefore, if they shall say to you, I'm at verses 26 of Matthew 24. Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. If they say he in 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 Ohio, don't go up there looking for him. If they say he is in uh Kentucky, don't go to Kentucky. He down in Florida and, and over in uh, New Jersey, he's out in California, or he's in uh, any big major metropolitan city. They say Christ over there. Don't go over there looking for that. That's a lie. Don't 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 do that. The Bible is telling us if they say that he's in the secret chamber, don't go looking for the secret chamber to see if Christ is in there. Verse twenty-seven. This is what it says about the coming of the Lord. It says. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Amen. We're not going to know the day nor the hour, but he's telling us it's just like lightning. You ever seen a storm? Look at a flash of lightning. It comes, flick, and then it's gone. But it comes so quick. It comes and it stretches out and it's gone. That's how fast the coming of the Lord is going to be. So we don't have time to try to get ready. We don't have time to try to go back and fix it and pray to get ready. It's going to come just that fast like a twinkling in the eye. Like a twinkling of the eye. We're going to be caught up. Amen. A twinkling. Be ready. Be ready. Look at yourself. Look at that man in the mirror and, and know that you need to live ready. Know that you need to live holy. Know that you need to live right. Amen. It says, let's go to verse number 20. Let's go to verse number 36. As I said before, no man knoweth the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man shall come. I've covered in uh, uh, the first coming of the Lord. Watch therefore, verse 42. For you know not what hour the Lord doth come. So don't think that we can just live any kind of way. We got to live holy. We got to live faithful. We got to live with wisdom. Don't think that just because the Lord hadn't come, he ain't going to show up. He's going to come with the twinkling of an eye, and we got to be ready. Amen? We got to be ready. Amen. 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 So this has been our Bible study. And so we've talked about the signs that the Lord has said um, that would be apparent closer to the coming of his return. And so 
I, I suggest that you go back and again read all of this Bible, um, all of the book of Matthew 24 and study this for yourself because Matthew ends this particular chapter and he says in verse 51 and he was referencing a servant who was wicked and just lived any kind of way did whatever he wanted to do was mean to people because he figured that the master of the house would not come back but it says in verse 51 it says and shall the, the master came back. It says, let me go to verse 50, and I'm going to close this out. 50 and 51. It says, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that's the conclusion of Matthew 24. What the Lord is saying, he's given all of us a time to get it right before him. And so if we get it right before him, then we're ready. But when he comes back and we haven't lived holy, I shudder to think a weeping and a gnashing of teeth. Like I said before, when Noah built that ark and he said it was going to flood, it started to rain. You can imagine. Think about all the people were trying to beat on that ark. But Moses had went in. Noah, excuse me, had went in and had closed that door. Knocking and a beating. Imagine the, 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 the people that died in that flood. Amen. Be ready. Be ready. God has given you time to be ready. I got to wrap this Bible study up. But this is the word of the Lord for today. This has been a coming of the Lord part two. And so I pray that you have heard the voice of one crying in the wilderness. That you need to be ready. Matthew I'm going to close with this too. Matthew 10, 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. This is Evangelist Valerie Lowry coming to you with sharing the word of God. I want you to think about this message and I do want you to be blessed. I didn't come to scare you, but I came to give the warning that the Lord told me to present. This has been his Bible study for today. So you be blessed and I hope to see you again on with a quick word Friday morning and with the preached gospel on Sunday. Be blessed. Also, we'll be praying for all of those who subscribe to my podcast and who give me um, support in ministry. I thank you for all of your prayers, and I thank you for all of your words of encouragement. You be blessed. 
In Jesus' name. This is Evangelist Larry with Sharing the Word of God. Until we meet again, bye-bye. Thank you.